This week on Two Bears, One Cave. It'd be cool if you died on the same day and then we could do like a co-share. I mean, we could plan it. We could. Oh, I guess we could. Yeah. <laughs> I wish my dick had little fucking knobs on it like this. I don't think Leanne would appreciate it. I want Bernie Mac to speak at my funeral. I gotta, I gotta hang out with him. Here. I have terrible news. What? He's dead. <laughs> oh, not Bernie. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey guys, brand new episode of Two Bears, One Cave, and I am here with a legit star. It is so nice to have someone up to my level of where I am in the industry. I've been sandbagging it with Tommy. I'm trying to get him to my level or to our level, but uh, Tommy Segura, he's a stand-up comic. Okay. Just a stand-up comic. I'm a movie star. Oh. Tom's stand-up comic. He's hmm. a podcaster. I podcast too on the side, but movie stardom is my real thing. You, uh, you're a movie star. I, well, not yet. I don't know when this airs, so I might be a movie star. Like Jason Bourne? Or I might be a complete and total failure. <laughs> mm, you. Either way, I had a good time making that fucking movie. <laughs> That's, it's, uh, when it, well, I'm going to be at the premiere, I think. Yeah. The, uh, oh, you know what's so funny is I brought a hat because you were wearing a hat. Oh, and you thought two hats? Two hats would be fucking crazy. Which, which, which well, I get, I get, I get, uh, I have a pretty cool hat game. These are sent to me by the clink room. I have a really big head. See how big my head is. Let's see. Yeah, you uh, you have a problem. <laughs> you have gigantism. I have a fucking ma- and it's getting bigger. I think I'm gaining weight in my head. How much? Uh, what was your hat size twenty years ago when we first met? Seven and a half. And now it's eight. Maybe it was seven, hmm. seven and five eighths, seven and five eighths. Now it's an eight. It's a legit eight. And I think I grew into the eight. I think, think- you have meningitis. I, you know, you know how many times I've been terrified of that? There was a comic who got spinal meningitis. That's like a real fucking thing you it's get. A, yeah, it's bad. And, and there's no fixing it. You just, uh, I didn't realize that. Uh, it's like rabies. Did you know rabies? You get it and you die. Yeah, you have to get the, well, don't you get like 25 shots in your stomach, according to um, second grade Joel McHale? Different strokes? Old yeller? Different strokes? Yeah. <laughs> Different strokes. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, uh, I got, uh, here, I'll put on a hat. I'll put on this one. Um, okay. The I'll put on a hat. Oh, I just love wearing a hat. How long have you know, you and your wife have been? Look, been I have to, no, I'm not losing my hair at all. It's crazy. It yeah, looks you, so good. That's back. It looks so good. <laughs> Uh, how did it get here? No, the... I'm thinking about getting transplants. They're worth it. Your hair... Can I tell you secret time? Not, there's no secrets. I loved 
you losing your hair. I thought you had such a unique, fucking cool look. And you were my king. You were my king. Wow. Because you, because I go, if he can do it and he's cool and he's successful, then I can do it. And then you look <sighs> fucking awesome now. Well. It looks fucking great. It was, it was, my head is not a good shape. It's a good shape. It's You're, got, it comes to a point. Oh, for real? Uh, like, uh, like someone's pulling a, like a sheet. Your, your hair looks fucking awesome. Now it I does. love that you talk about it. Because Thank you, Doctor Mohibi. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you talk about it. So many comics, so many people that get it done, especially comics or people in comedy, do not talk about it. It's an interesting, uh, weird thing uh, because obviously you know when people have worked on a lot of the time. It's great when you don't. But, yeah. Uh, it is a weird thing how they're they're afraid of it. Yeah, because it's like it's like I'm on testosterone, right? Right. Obviously. Well, yeah, you have a size eight head. Um, you think I'm Barry Bonds in it? <laughs> well, it just seems like you might a lot of retain. It's uh, you know, like creatine. It's just a lot of water weight. It is a lot. Of, I have so much water weight. I gained ten pounds in water yesterday. Uh, you mean like I worked baguettes? Out, I worked out and I was two fifty two when I got on the scale after that I was working out. And then this two fifty two. Well, yeah, I mean, hope you're drinking a lot of water. But then, this break brought to you by Liquid Death. Yes. The cause of all my fucking weight gain. The uh, but then I I went on um, I went on got on the scale this morning. We went and got dim sum and uh, and I was two sixty two this morning. And I went that's ten pounds in a day. That doesn't seem like that would be. Hmm. Are you real. weighing yourself every day at the same time? No. That's when that's what you got to do when you either wake up. Yeah, you got to do. You got that's the consistency. Really. You do. Yeah. When you wake up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because you can eat a huge meal and then go like gain eight pounds what am i gonna do it's like that's just sitting there and then a big dump comes and all of a sudden you do what do you weigh yourself every day uh well i do well i just did i just did a movie i don't what, know if you've ever been this in the one with jimmy tedro no that was a year and a half ago it's almost coming two out years right ago. Now. it is i think so i don't think it is okay no one's told me oh i just had jimmy here the other day and he was brought you up fucking hey jimmy i don't know when it's coming out um I had I was with the uh, he's a very nice man. Hold on, start and taking down notes. We want to talk about testosterone, hair. Uh, and yeah, yeah, but keep going. Knives, let's let's uh, go back. Knives, he's so talented. Jimmy Tatro. Yes, I want to talk about this movie too. I want to talk about you uh, weighing yourself and and you just did a movie. Oh. So you got let's go. Let's focus. Bert. I just did a movie where I was very expo I was naked a lot, and so I was no. like, and I had to be kind of. I was like, I was like a total. More of a douche than I am, and so uh, I literally was wearing a sock in a scene with uh, Beck Bennett, uh, who uh, who's a wonderful man. Uh, but are you gay in the movie? No, uh, I am just a very over the top character. Uh, Beck Bennett, wonderful man, uh, really funny man. I know Beck Bennett. Yeah, you should have him on. He's great. Yeah, I know Beck Bennett. Uh, and so then the wife of uh, the man that started Liquid Death was also in the movie. For real? Yeah. No way. Uh, so what am I saying? So for that, I was like starving myself. Not, really? I would just went down to like one meal a day. How much did you? How much you weighing at the time when you were filming? Two oh one. I'm two oh three right now. So I've gained a couple back. But wait, a couple. So I can gain ten pounds in a day. So wait, you're two oh one. You're six four. Yeah. Six four two oh one. How much you? How much of that do you think is muscle? Like a hundred percent. I don't know. What are the, I don't know how the percentages I'm trying, work. I'm trying to figure out because right now I'm walking around at literally 252 is like the weight I'm at mostly. 
but I'm I'm more muscle than I've ever been. So I wonder if I'm really are you two forty two? I'm jacked. Sorry. I'm fucking jacked. I'm so jacked right now. Really? You know, I'm working out with Arnold Schwarzenegger tomorrow. Who's that? Uh, uh, action star. It's my. It's you're working out with Arnold Schwarzenegger tomorrow. Yeah. So you're gonna take steroids. I'm on steroids. That's the other thing. Okay, wait, yeah. wait, just pull okay. us back. Is, that wait, was 80s Schwarzenegger, but <laughs> no, wait. I, I talked. We talked about that on. Are the you last on HGH? I'm on growth. No, I'm on testosterone. Why are you doing this? Because well, I, I have a number of reasons. Do you no, have a lack of testosterone? Uh, massive lack. Oh, yeah, a massive lack. And so, uh, and uh, testosterone helps with uh, weight loss, sleep, um, and it repairs your liver. No, it does. My cardiologist. The only reason I got on it, my cardiologist told me he What's goes, that? he goes, you know, uh, your enzymes are up for the first time, and he's like, I think you have a fatty liver, and I went, Ooh. really? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, have you thought about getting on testosterone? I was like, no, no. And I literally was like, no, because it's a weird thing. It's like a secret in Hollywood because you know people do steroids for movies. Yeah, you know they people do a lot are, of HGHs everywhere. I think. Yeah, and so I was like, I was like, no. And he was like, you should talk to Rogan about it. Talk to, talk to, because we have these people down. Who's in Rogan? Uh, Joe Rogan. He's an action star. And so uh, there are these people Fox. down that we deal with in Ways to Wellness down in uh, Austin. Okay. So I got my testosterone checked, and it was at the very bottom level. And then they were like, "You should." All on. right. So now that you're on it, do you still have a fatty liver? No, I haven't got. I haven't got my my. I haven't got my uh, blood work done yet. I get it done when I. Are you go still down. drinking? Yeah. And your your doctor was like, "Fine, just yeah. keep on drinking." Yeah. He's like, "You're not doing a ton of testosterone. You're just doing a little bit to get you back into normal levels where your body's more reparative." I don't know what I'm talking about, Joel. I wouldn't be. I would not listen to me about any of this. Is the sleep better? Yeah, I'm sleeping way better. Are you? But doesn't? Well, okay. But no, I'm. Have you I, ever thought about going on it? No. You're pretty jacked. My well, thank you. Do you uh, get your testosterone tested? I don't think I ever have. You should. I got my well. This is I had jacked. my first physical in two years since I was like a eighteen year old. So I'm not. I have a Peter Pan syndrome. So uh, wait. Hang on. I feel like I'm never going to die. Sweet. But you're healthy. No, you're not healthy. You drink. I do drink. Yeah. Uh, but my rule is I have to work out every day. Uh, that's my rule. Yeah. That's and then my rule. Not eat anything. Oh, I, I just ate four eggs. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Because the, well, the toilet's not happy. Covered in hot sauce. Had a little habanero cheese on top of them. Oh. Yeah, that's like when people like steak's bad for you because you know. But then you're like, "What did you have at the steakhouse?" And then it's like, "Oh, we started out with the uh, lobster puppy <laughs> pastry roll," and and you're like, "Nah, was, beef was probably yeah. fine. It was everything else that you had." Steak by itself is super high in calories. Oddly enough, yeah. Like I remember going, like I had a steak, I was healthy, and then I was like, "Oh, how a T-bone's like nine hundred calories, a, a thousand calories, a day's worth of me eating." But that's a good. That I mean, if it, also if it's lean. And you're so pretty, wait, let's anyway. talk about your health regimen. So you work out every day. Yes, that's my that's my I if I can do it, I'm doing it. And now when did this start? Uh, when did Joe when did you when did you start taking your career seriously where you're like, I want to look good, I want to feel good, I want to show because you are uh, you and Anthony Anderson, oddly enough, are the two consummate professionals of like, I show up ready to work, I don't fuck around, but you took a turn. When you, I think when you started doing movies, where you're like, you started looking jacked. Uh, well, I showed up here 23 years ago, uh, much bigger, like two, like I was 230 
really? but muscle. Like I, I was in good shape. Because you were a college football player. Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah, whatever. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, no, I was a terrible. I mean, I was a walk-on, terrible yeah, college football player. Yes. Thank you. Well, thank you again. Yeah. You guys played uh, in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. You know, I just wore the jersey in the stands. And uh, but uh, then people were like, "Oh, you really shouldn't be too big because it's uh, it'll limit you." And Fuck. I was. I don't know why I listened to that. Yeah. And, so I got incredibly, I was very skinny and I was only running. I ran and ran and ran. I never lifted weights anymore. And um, Already married? Oh, yeah. I've you been got married, married in, in 96. I'll be, it'll be 27 years this July. Holy shit. Yeah. God. It's been together 30, almost 30 years. Wow. Yeah, I know. So Can then, you believe someone has the patience? So then 97, you're down here? No, 2000. 2000, you're down here? Yeah. You're losing weight? I, get li- I, I start running. A lot, yeah, a lot, and um, then uh, five years later or four years later, the soup happens, and I'm very skinny. And then, um, boy, why did I start? I think I was just so I just started doing. I was like, I like doing. I running also broke my body down eventually. Like it, it's very hard on your body. It so is. I started doing yoga and lifting weights was a lot easier. I mean, on my joints uh, compared to smashing the, my knees every. Uh, uh, for an hour a day. And so uh, I just start, I and I think I just start was like, man, we'll see what happens. And and I but just was never there a stopped. moment was there a moment where you cuz I'm I'm sincerely I know I know I joke about Tom a lot, but I watched Tom make Segura make a a, a a concerted effort not to be like a a movie star but to to take his career in a different place and he goes I'm going to lose weight I'm going to dress good I want to feel good I huh. want to look I want to have nice cars I want to be that guy and I and I'm always wondered like for Tom it was falling playing basketball and breaking his knee and his leg but and then he was like I'm I'm not going to be this guy this was horrible but for you was there a moment when you're on community where you were like was 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 oh, getting yeah. community where you go hold on I have an opportunity to do movies now no I mean, that's not what I was, because I, I thought they did the same thing where they're like, you're going to be naked on camera. And then I was like, oh, I need to start doing push ups. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS. 24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And I'm Elna Baker. And we have a new podcast. It's called Pretty Sure I Can Fly. Yep. We've teamed up with my friends and barmates from Smartless to create a podcast where we talk to folks who have more balls in a bowling alley. People who accomplish something extraordinary despite people telling them that it couldn't or shouldn't be done. You'll hear stories about the Air Force doctor who buckled into a 600 mile per hour rocket sled and became the fastest man on the planet. 
and a man who wrestles alligators and sharks for fun. Do not do this. <laughs> You'll hear about a foul-mouthed moonshiner. Got a two-inch dick and a six-inch tongue and knows how to use both of them. <laughs> and an even more foul-mouthed female stunt pilot. We got bull riders, balloonists, bobsledders, and big wave surfers. People who lay their balls on an anvil and hand the other fellow the hammer. Okay. I bet you've actually done that, Johnny. Maybe for sweeps. Follow Pretty Sure I Can Fly on the Wondery app. Or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Pretty Sure I Can Fly early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Because also my character is extremely concerned about his looks all the time. So I was like, oh, and then I noticed... Change like changes immediately, and I'm like, well, and then I was naked again and again and again. So I was like, well, this isn't going to stop, and I'm just going to trim, uh, trim hair too. And uh, I just started. That's yeah, that's that's actually when it yeah when I was like, oh, I'm going to be naked on camera. It's a great way to diet. Is that if they know you're going to be naked, then uh, I've I've been naked on camera, and I've been naked a lot. I've never lost the weight. Here's my problem. I it's crazy, but, but like, you are very comfortable. Yeah, I like what I look you like. You love it. I like and it. That's really and and you look great. And I, I feel. By the way, I feel good. I don't. I, I for a person that lives my lifestyle, I feel really good. I feel great. Great. And waking up in the morning is tough. And you go, I don't want to go to the gym. And it's just like everyone else. If I go to the gym, I work out, I bust my ass, and then as soon as I get done my workout, I go, I go. I am like, I'm like at a hundred percent for the rest of the day. Yeah. And then I start getting the little. Towards the end of the night, where I go, sunset. Ooh, what are we gonna do? A little cocktail, a little. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe, last night I was looking for these bad boys. I feel like you wouldn't have a problem finding those. You know, but... I, I I said to my went for a hike with my daughter and my wife last night on up at Fryman Canyon, and on the ride home I said, can we stop by the weed store because I want to get edibles because I don't have any edibles. And Leanne's like, honey, you have edibles all over the fucking place, and I didn't realize I took them here. Right. And so, and I have edibles over there. I have so much weed in this house. It's ridiculous. Do you also, like, so will you have, like, well, you're, will you have a cocktail and then an edible? So, I'll tell you what I like to do. You use, ed- you freeze the edibles, use them as ice cubes. Oh. And then you pour the, why isn't there That's, frozen weed at this point? I know. Oh, I just, uh, I, what I like to do is I like to take an edible around sunset. Uh, what happens if you're like, like in northern before. Canada little, uh, in well, the summer? It's interesting. We've been in Alaska. I took edibles in Alaska, <laughs> but it, and but the sunset sun starts at three. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So you like at the sun goes down. You're taking As the sun an goes down, I like to have an edible in me, and uh, and and I and then I like to have my first cocktail, and I want that cocktail and the edible to meet at at an intersection. It's my favorite moment where you go. Wait, you're giggling or something, or you're going, God, this food is awesome, and you're like, Oh, I'm high, <laughs> and then and your alcohol kicks in, and you're like, This is what I'm talking about, and then um, and I found what I was doing on the road was I was drinking, and then at the end of the night, I was like, I was like, so like, say I got like, I was trying to be responsible, say I got to like four drinks, and I would be like, All right, that's that's enough for the big boy, let's go down. And so I pop an edible, and then I make my next drink, and then when the edible kicked in, I wouldn't be done with the drink. I'd be like, I'm out. I could not get up the next day. <laughs> right. I was literally, I'd be at lunch like in the, like at a, uh, the cafeteria or whatever in the thing. And I'd be just. But then by the evening you were like, okay, I'm going to go stand on stage for 90 minutes. So I'm going to be fine. Yeah. I, well, it, it goes away. If I, once I work out, I don't know what I would love to, I would love yeah, to do. Once you feel it's, you always feel better. Once you work out, it's like. Yeah. 
wish I wish I had worked out more as a kid. Like now I'm the strongest I've ever been. I'm benched 275 the other day. Look at that. And I go, I, I never did that as a kid. And I wonder if I would have been a better baseball player. You would have probably. I have one year where I was really in control of my body and I was lifting weights all the fucking time. And I was like, I felt fucking jacked. And I just stopped. I was like, eh. What know. year? My junior year of baseball. It's probably my best year I ever had in baseball. I mean, well, my senior year was the best year, but like, but my junior year, I was like fucking, like I, I took uh, the position of the older dude in front of me. Uh, I, I was in, I was like, t I was in the, you, I don't know how you can find this, but I was in the top 10 oh. in, the, in the state for batting average. And uh, I was, I was having a fucking massive year. And then senior year, I kind of was like, I was like, I don't know. Do I want to do this? Was it worth, was college sports worth it? Well, I, w before we switch to that, I do I would, you know, like weightlifting as far as like when you're playing sports, I know this is such a, no one could, but I noticed like, oh, I just have extra. Like yeah. you don't have to, I'm not as, you don't have to work. Like when you're actually in the game, you're like, oh, I have, oh, this is, oh, this is going better. And uh, you're not thinking about it as much. Yeah. And like I play it, tennis now. That's and so I was funny like, you say that. That's so funny you say that. The only time I've been in shape, like really in shape was right when I met Leanne. I was 186 pounds. And I went to the I went to the uh, to the U.S. Open at at uh, at the at Beth In, Page. Yes, it was. I think it was at Beth yep. Page. Yeah. And I remember walking up a hill, going, "This is pretty easy." And everyone else was like, <gasps> "And I was like, oh, this being in shape is kind of works." And now yeah. I'm at that place where I, like I was, we were, I was walking with my daughter yesterday at Fryman, and she's like, "Come on, let's go faster!" And I was like, "I am. Shut the fuck up." And then I was trying to have a conversation with her, and I'm like, I'm out of breath. Well, you're also not in that type of shape. You're not in this. The, this uh, part. Well, you're, but you're, you have big muscles, but you're, I mean, that just doing that cardio can be, yeah. oh, this is, yeah. I don't, I don't do enough cardio. But was, back to uh, collegiate sports. Oh, do, it was worth it. I was yeah. terrible, but it taught me a lot. And I just, I more wanted to see if I could even hang at that level, which I kind of could have a yeah. little bit. And I, I was, I could practice really well, but uh, I just wanted to see if I could hang with the big boys. Uh, there was that, and then I don't know. I would, I always do. I think it's uh, my uh, I, wiring that I'm like, no, let's see if I can do that, like Shark Week or something. And I was like, that seems like a good idea or terrible, but I, I loved it. And I, that's when I was like, oh, not only should these people get paid, uh, but they're working so hard, and they memorizing these playbooks going to school oh. and, I, and i thought this is the level of kind of hard work you have to do to get shit done and and that, i mean it wasn't like i was like and now i will but, but that what i was thought oh if i want to be an actor then i really gotta put every every minute into what i can oh so do you think do you think your do you think your involvement in sports kind of helped you with this career yeah. Oh, yeah. It helped my work wow. ethic. It made up for my lack of talent. Uh, You're, that, that's a fucking bullshit. Oh, I was. I was like, oh, I might be the greatest actor, but I will make up for it. In I'll work my ass off. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll take that. Anybody. I'll take that because I, I feel that with, with my comedy. I go. I'm definitely. I I said to someone the other day. Uh, I was like. I, I was like. This is how important work ethic is. I go top ten comics. Name them. And I go better yet. Am I in it? Probably not. 
but I'm earning in that top ten. I'm I'm in the top four. You mean so, as far? Well, you're of course in the top. You're, you're no, but like, but I go, but I go. There's comics that are so much more talented than I am that, for whatever reason, I get. I don't know. Like, I, there, look, there's uh, so many we, brilliant I, comics. I, yeah, well, I like brilliant. We, we all know. I know. I know way better actors than me. But I'm like, oh, but I we show up. Yeah, and, I show up, and I'm not a dick. I don't try to fuck anyone. I don't talk shit to anyone. I'm always in a good mood. Like, there are certain things. You know, I, yeah. I made a, I made a, I made a playbook. I write down. Top five, okay. I made a playbook in my head when I was when I was young, and I watched. And I I know you. I know that you worked with a person where you probably did the same thing. Where I watched what not to do, and I wrote down the shit not to do because I was like, that fucks things up. Yeah. Like li those little things fuck up everything. Everything starts unraveling. Yeah. And uh, and I just started going like I I can take advice from people and I can look, but I go just focus on the not shit. And you can really pay dividends. Yes, what, if what? you are just kind to people, if you're just ready to work and good to people, that goes. People will be like, "Well, oh, yeah, work with that guy because he's nice on set." My cousin Andrew can remember people's names. I can't. Oh, I can't do that. He would show up when we were in Serbia doing the movie. He'd be like, Nicola, hey, Johnny, how you doing? And I was like, how do you know everyone's name? He goes, oh, I just work on it. Like, I just, you know, I meet them, and then I just try to say their name a couple times. And Well, there's that little trick that some people do. They were like, I just met someone. Her name, like, her, her name's Nicole. I'm going to write it on her forehead in my brain, and somehow, like, uh, it, uh, Nick and Cole. And so, like, you can do this. I've tried doing that a few times, and sometimes it works, but so, it then gets very insulting in my brain. No, about, no, I like that idea. So, but you I, go, I'm terrible. Her name's Nicole, and she's fat like a snowman, like two pieces of coal yeah, right there. That's, Nicole. Yeah. You're like, hey. And then you're like, hey, fat Cole. And oh, no. Uh, but, black ass Rob. What's up, hey. black ass Rob? Yeah, you remember so, Black Rob the Rapper? Why? You kind of look yeah, like him. It's really just uh, <laughs> fat shaming and racism is what it leads to, but it's fine. It works great. I, think I, it, I am so bad at remembering people's names. I will tell you this, and I, I don't know if I can't, I can't tell, I can't tell you because it's so embarrassing that I didn't, I hung out with someone for an entire evening, thought it was someone else. Right? Oh, yeah. I've done well, that. I thought, well, first of all, I thought it was someone. And I was actually right. The next morning, I woke up and I go, wait, was that someone else? And then I texted to someone else as if it had been them. And they go, I think you're thinking of the other person. And then that person goes, I knew you didn't know who the fuck I was. I am so, I don't even, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm so like, uh, I, I'm accountable. So here, this is a. I think that's a, your ADHD. Because that's why I. Blame it on. It's a blame it on that. But oh yes. no, I'm ADHD and I'm very self focused. Like I'm a soft narcissist, so I, I think about myself a lot. You were a soft narcissist. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I borderline hard. No, I know that you're laughing. I swear, I know that everything that comes out of my mouth is sarcastic. But I swear to you, yeah, you don't put out those vibes at all. I don't. I, I'm. I take. I want to. I think pull up the traits of narcissism. I'm curious if I got it. Leanne always calls me a soft narcissist. Simply, I just think about myself a lot. I just think about me. Like I don't like like I won't look at if you show me family pictures. You go, you want to see my trip to Puerto Rico? I go, am I in any of those pictures? And then you go, no. I go, well, I definitely don't want to look at them. Why would you be on a trip with sense my, of self importance? But why would you be on a trip with my family to Puerto why Rico? Why would you show me those pictures? Well, because my uncle's on the run and he's <laughs> that's where the witness relocation would be fun. Uh, okay, okay. Well, I will say, I'm not arrogant. By I, I, that could be argued though. You do not lack empathy. I mean, I, that's, have, a, I have a lot of empathy. I, right, I'm, actually, I'm a, actually the I'm, I think I've I'm. It's my best. My best thing is that I'm. I can be overly empathetic. I can feel empathy in a really heavy way sometimes. So I don't have that. That's why I'm soft. Uh, let's see. So, sense of self-importance. Uh, yeah, sure. I have. Yeah, I think so. Well, right. Doesn't I, everyone feel that way a little bit? Yeah, I feel just. I mean, human beings. They. Yeah. Are you know sentient? I they know I, we ex- we know we exist. I think that I think that certain people just lie to themselves because they know. Don't say the word narcissist. I don't want to be that. So then they lie. But I think if you're a hundred percent honest, you go, yeah. Like I think I'm important. If I'm not, like I think I make a party better. I think I make a dinner better. I think I make people happy. Like yeah. I think I'm a, I'm a pretty but important I, dude. I think you could. Say that those things are true. Yeah, I do too. Uh, right, but I think that there are people that go, I make this a better place, and everyone around them is miserable. Okay, and, okay, and okay. So, and uh, when that, I think, is uh, also true narcissism, when they're like, this is going great. <laughs> I, I'm great. You're lucky I'm here. Aren't what a get, fuck one. Oh, you guys, the best guy, the big guy showed up. Preoccupation with power, beauty, <laughs> or success. I don't have a problem with beauty because I don't think about it, but preoccupation <clears throat> with success. I've been a failure my, the majority of my life. Well, I mean, I'm joking. Oh, preoccup- <laughs> you, again, you don't put out those vibes okay, at all. Okay, okay. Entitled. I'm definitely entitled. Sure, but you walk on a walk on a we're all in we're as performers we this is it we're not like what do you do like i build spiral staircases and there's my work yeah. it's like you walk out on stage by yourself that is you, there's got to be a certain amount of entitlement that you can be like you don't walk on me like yeah, i'm sorry well I, I, yeah it's not yeah it, you have to have that to yeah. a, a point I think so. I mean, like a fun someone who a pilot gets in a plane and goes, I can fucking do this. So then, how's how about this argument? Everyone that's in the entertainment business on camera ultimately at some point has hints of narcissism. You have to if you want to, if you can, if you think, like, there are people that go, Oh, I I shouldn't be on camera. But then there's people like us that go, Oh, yeah, I want to be on camera. Like, it's a weird thing in the to think of. Well, there's always been performers, we've just never had the you know cameras we were we would have been in like i would have been by the fire you would have been a court gesture who would have said we probably both would and then we would have been murdered by i would have definitely gotten actually i bet i'd be the court gesture that'd be like he used to be good (laughs) 
He's, but he's fun. He we, we like having him around. The king took his pinky and he fucking freaked out. Yeah, he was, he's, now he just says whatever the king wants to hear him say. Right, so, I mean, yes, as performers, we think we can do something in front of people. Yes. Uh, but we've all met dickhead, arrogant plumbers that are like, I can fucking, I'm, I'm great at this. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh there's narcissists that aren't. In every, but I don't think it's like it's all. I there's the difference between like I mean, narcissism is when you like lack of empathy and you all and you think you're the greatest and uh, you think think that you're right about everything. I don't think I know I'm not right about anything. That and I'm not interpersonally exploitive for other for my own gain. Mm. I'm actually I'm actually the exact opposite. I swear to God when I say this, and I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I just said this to Rain Wilson. I just said this to Rain Wilson. Uh, we all auditioned for uh, The Office. Yeah. Uh, and so I remember going in, and that casting director, who I think ended, might have ended up also casting maybe that Matt Damon movie you did? I don't think it was her. Or maybe she, I don't know. Anyway, was- I said, I said, I, I swear, I swear on my children, and I, I might have told you this. I went in for the audition, and you had just auditioned before me. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, you, and that's yeah, that was very nice of you. And this is what's wrong. So I guess I'm not a narcissist because I said because we had done secret time, not secret time. Uh, we had done a Bud Light improv audition, mm-hmm. so I had to deal with Bud Light to do a series of commercials that would then turn into a sitcom. The premise of this the TV show was I was a guy who had started a a a, a dot com or whatever cast out made a bunch of money uh and then lost it all and all i had left was my skybox at a stadium at a stadium so i I lived in my skybox it's a great i still think it's a good idea for a show i think it's still a good idea too and but bud light wanted to see some stuff on tape so they brought me in with me and you and i don't remember who else i I remember the theater we did it at we did we did an improv that if we all lived in a skybox and it was just improv in front of the camera. And I remember being like, you were so fucking better. You were so much better than I thought. I remember thinking, this should be his sitcom. <laughs> but I was a big drinker. So like that was how the connection of Budweiser happened. And and I had had, I'd had a bunch of development deals leading up. So that's how that happened. I took, I'm good at meetings. But um, Oh, I'm but a big were, drinker, but I still didn't have a deal. You were so much better than I was. And I was like, I think he's going to get it. And then shortly thereafter, it kind of just went away. And I was like, I think they saw that I was not a good actress, actor. And so and so then... You're a terrible actress. But I'm a horrible actress. <laughs> good kisser. The, but I, we go into audition for I the agree. office, and you walked out before me, and your headshot was in a, in a pile. And I sat down, and I go, he's fucking awesome. And she goes, what? You had been doing the soup at the time. And yeah. I go. I said, you know, I think a lot of people know him from the soup. That was when the inf- that was for the informant. Was it the informant yeah, then? Because I did not get past. Uh, I auditioned for the office too and didn't get past. Uh, the no, cast. but I, well, regardless, I think I, I only think it might have been the informant. I yeah. don't. Know, I told Rain Wilson this. I thought it was the office. But I said he's a really great actor. And the lady took your headshot and lifted it up. And went really? I said, yeah, we did a thing for Budweiser, and he is amazing improver and a great actor. And she went, oh, and she moved your headshot, and I went. Oh, I think I just didn't get the role. <laughs> so I don't have the exploitive. You do not. Uh, I can. I hang out with losers all the time. My wife's nothing. The wow, um, <laughs> wow, arrogant? No, I don't have that. No. I'm way better than my wife. Oh, oh, arrogant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you comparing no, everything to your wife? I'm fucking busting her balls. Uh, no, but you you don't lack empathy. 
I, I do not like empathy, but I, I like being admired. Well, yeah, but Who what hu- what humans like? No, I hate that. I mean, I can mm, understand. Oh, some people like some people will be like, uh, like if you try to compliment Tom, he'll be like, uh, cool, and just walk away. Where I go, oh, for real? What show did you see? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have. Well, sometimes I think when I get compliments, I'm like, they're lying to me. So I think that's a little imposter syndrome, which just, I think it's up your own ass. Wait, for... do you, have you had imposter syndrome? Yo, yeah, I've had a lot of that. Do you, so some people don't get it. Some people that I have imposter syndrome or that they don't get. They don't they, get imposter syndrome. I think so. I think it, but that's also, uh, I I think it goes back. I think it, it, it can switch and really? go vary and but i agree like there's some people but like you just i remember when uh anthony hopkins was interviewed on uh inside the actor studio and lipton was like and he started listing all his awards and then when he was like when you hear that list what does it make you how does it make you feel and he was like oh, i'm he literally he said like i'm just most of the time trying to convince people i'm not a fraud and i was like anthony oh hopkins has anthony hopkins said it so i was like oh i can relate to that and uh i have it so much that i think other people see it in me like i think they go he doesn't like i have it so thick that i'm afraid to even say it out loud because people go yeah we know you definitely don't belong there <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, you're not the only one who thinks you have imposter syndrome it, yeah <laughs> no you are an imposter no you yeah no no you literally no, are. we all see it it's like it's like the it's like the gay guy in the family coming out of Thanksgiving. They're like, fucking finally. F- uh, <laughs> but then you stand on stage and a bunch of people. I'm always like, well, some people laughed at what I was doing. So I that- am always curious how they got there. Like, I'm like, I'm like, there's no, this has got to be like, I do that. I was like, this is a disaster. It's a group. Why home. would anybody watch <laughs> this? Why would anybody show Have up? Have you done a live play? Oh, yeah. A oh, lot of them. Really? Yeah. I, I used to do them all the time. Really? Yeah. You mean a play? Yeah, like a play. Yeah, yeah. I've done yeah tons of plays. So like I did one play. I did one play, and uh, it got written up in the L.A. Times or whatever. I wish we could find if someone could find that. It's but I think it was before the internet was as big as it is, when they just wrote things in the in the in yeah. the paper and they were like, oh, we'll leave it there. It'll last forever. It's going into a library. Uh, our play was about a bunch of guys who bro- who moved down to Nassau to uh, to not Nassau Nass- Nassau 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 where the space shuttle launches. No, Nass- I'm no. just yeah Nassau yeah, yeah yeah Nassau. They moved to Cape Canaveral. Cape Canaveral. Oh, they okay. moved to Cape Canaveral to watch shuttle launch parties to have shuttle launch parties, and it's right when they stopped doing the shuttle launches, and then they're like, "Fuck, we ruined our lives," and then and then. Finally, they do a shuttle launch. They all break into Nassau, and they fuck with something, and the shuttle explodes. The day our play opened, the shuttle exploded. Isn't that fucking insane? The one that over Texas, yeah. where it spread out over The day our play opened about a shuttle explosion, well, the shuttle exploded. Yeah, that's going to – that's so you did not have control over that. It seems at a point, at a certain point, but you go, what was the, I want to write a play about me getting my dick sucked every night. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> but so what, the reviews were what? So we didn't do the play that night because obviously we thought maybe that a little <laughs> <laughs> exactly too soon. Right. But then the, the reviews were, this is absolutely horrific. 
because it's in bad taste. Right. Uh, they're like they should not be. No, no one stands out on this stage except Burt Kreischer. And I was like, I was like, I remember getting the review, and everyone's like, "Did you get the review?" I go, "Not that bad." <laughs> and well, Leanne's like, "You shouldn't say anything." I go, "No, but they said I was." So good. they said you were good. They said I was good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the play was in poor taste. <laughs> well, and no one else could act. I'm guessing you were like, "Well, that's really too bad." Yeah, that I was is like, so sad uh, that. Like, do you want me to just go out for the applause at the end? <laughs> oh, I've got, but I've like, I've gotten bad reviews where I'm like, "Yeah, I agree." I'm yes, they were really. Right. Oh yeah, no. When Community was first reviewed by Variety, or no, yeah, I think it was not Variety. No, it was um, I can't. It was one of the one of them. And they were like, uh, "Community could be a great show, but the lead is weak." And I was like, "Okay." And I've never forgotten it. And I remember the guy's name. And I was like, "I'll never forget this guy." And uh, and <laughs> I was like, "Great, good, wonderful." That was a fun review. That they were like, "This, this show would work if, except for the lead." So the whole thing's not going to work. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I agree, probably." And, did uh, you read? Did you read it? Like, open up. Like, let's see what it says. Uh, I remember the at the time, my managers uh, they were they were trying to keep it from me, and I could. I was like, "What the fuck? Are you, what's happening?" Oh. It was actually at the premiere party for the informant. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm no joke. And they were like, "Uh, they're you know most of them are really good." <laughs> and I was like, "I want to read them all." Ooh, and, uh, so, ooh, I won't yeah. read one. I won't read one for the yeah, machine. I, I don't now. I don't do it as much. I don't. But at that, that point in 2009, when the show came out, I was, you know, I was concerned about those things. And now I'm like, whatever. I pull Google alerts off my phone. I've never had a Google alert for me. I, I signed up for it when I was young. <laughs> Yeah, I signed up for it. Was when I was young. I was like, cool. It's all gonna be that way. Like if anyone, because I, I, you, when you're young, you want. You yeah, want, you want it. You yeah, you can care. Yeah, and so I wanted it. I wanted to go. Ooh, I want to know. I'll, it'll help me form my personality, and I and this will be good for me. It's healthy. And then uh, I remember the first time a review, any review came in. Oh oh oh! When I first got my first TV show, uh, the X Show, I got hammered with hate mail. Like ham because I took someone's job and everyone signed up for the there's four hosts and I took one of the guy's jobs because he he was fired or he left he was fired and it was not a, and and we were going head to head with the man show which was Jimmy Kimmel so I had those people hating me I have never gotten more hate and they and they would print this is they'd send emails and then they'd print the emails on uh on pieces of paper they print each email on one piece of paper each email and then they'd um, put them on a binder clip and hang them to your door. Your, your, your I, I swear to God. Isn't this Why crazy? would they do that? In this crazy to say. So, so I get the binder clip with all the emails, and I look, and everyone's got them. And I look at Daphne Brogdon, and she's only got like a little bit like this. I look at Craig J. Jackson, he's got like five pieces of paper. I have possibly a hundred and ninety pieces of paper, and I'm like. Whoo, I guess the big boy's killing it. I grab him, go into my green room, pour a cocktail, kick my feet up, read the first one, and I'm like, mm, that, that one's not good. Next one, that's, that's even worse. <laughs> Next one, I go, hold on, are these all bad? And they were all horrible. And then I went, and then I went on the website 
that the chat page for the show thinking this is where the good ones got to be, right? And it was even fucking it was chat threads about me. I've never once been on Reddit. I've been on Reddit once when it was like said something about the machine is a good story and I clicked it. This is very beginnings of Reddit. You can probably find out exactly when that was. Never once been on Reddit because I am terrified because of those emails that I got. I, it fucking left a scar on me. It left a scar on me. And when I wrote my book, I remember Leanne sent me a positive review and I went, don't send me the good review. Because if you send me the good review, I got to look at the bad review. I got to appreciate if I can, if I hang my hat on the good review, that means I have to hang my hat on the bad review. So I yeah. just, I just don't read anything. It's a weird move that the producers or whatever PA on that show is like, well, just do a search for the name or like, here's everything that came in. And all the emails that came it's in, they weird, print them. Because I'm sure there was, yeah, that's a weird, they did it's that? a bad move. Well, you want to know a crazy thing? Other people don't believe this is totally true. In ninth grade, uh, our religion teacher at an all-boys Catholic high school showed a third trimester abortion to the class. And God, that's when they, I'm just so we're clear. That's when they break the baby apart and pull it out limb by limb. Uh, okay. That's awful. That's a true story. What year? 1987. And you're how, what grade? I think we were in ninth grade. Cause I know, I know where we were on the school. I know what room we were in. That is so rough. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. I, I, not, I shouldn't say his name. Please edit his name out. <laughs> and so we were in. New, we lived in New York together, and I, we were in a cab with these three girls, and or maybe two girls, but yeah, we were packed into a cab. And I said, "Do you remember?" Please edit his name out throughout the thing. So I'm about to say something horrible edit about him. <laughs> and I said, "Do you remember?" Because he sat behind me in that class. I said, "Do you remember, Mister?" Edit his name out too, showing us a third trimester abortion, he and he goes, "Oh, a hundred percent." And I go, "Really?" I go, "Isn't that crazy?" Because I think it affected the way I looked at abortion. And he goes, "Not me. I've had five. I went, "What?" He goes, "I've had five, and at the time, I'd only had sex with four people, women. I don't know why I say people. I had sex with only four women." And I go, "Wait, you've had more abortions than I've had sex?" And he goes, "Yeah, it looks like it." <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That was not the way I'm guessing you thought that would go. Not at all. And uh, I didn't think it would go that way. And boy, virile. <laughs> yeah. Do you still talk to him? I saw him. I saw him. Yeah. I just saw him the other day with his son. And he, he kept one. He was like, <laughs> he kept one. By the way, if he made sees it through. This, he knows who we're talking about. <laughs> he had an abortion when we were living together. Wow. Well, he was that, really pro-abortion. That tape did not work. Dear God. It worked for me. I had mine. You had your... My babies. Yeah. Yeah. But you... But... Edit that out. Why the fuck would I say that? <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. I need to shut How the fuck up. How often do you say edit that out? A lot. Yeah. A lot because I don't have a filter. I, I say whatever's on my mind. Because I think there's no bad idea. I think you can say whatever. If you say everything, then you can always work backwards from into comedy. Like, like, like. Well, as a you being, that's I think that's really. I need to do more. But I think that was really a comic would should do that. Like, yeah. why is that thought in my mind, and how can I turn it into a joke? Well, it's it, once you start editing yourself. Like, I lost a joke book. Um, 
and I wrote crazy stuff inside there. It's like a manifesto. It's a manifesto of a guy. I mean, you'd be like, holy fuck. Yeah, but you weren't signing your name, Burt Kreischer, at the bottom of it, each no, page. No, it's, it says Burt Kreischer in the beginning opening. When you open it up, it says, if lost, please return to Burt Kreischer. It gives you my number. As if I thought someone was going to go, hey, I just found Burt Kreischer's joke book. I won't read it. I'm going to just send it to him. Right. In, in this day and age. Did they send it back no, to I you? I haven't gotten it. And I that's got to be more. I lost it at the comedy store. Yeah, that's got to be more. Isn't that more depressing? That person like, ugh. People go, uh, are you worried about cancel culture or things you've said on podcasts? Absolutely. I mean, obviously, I, yeah, everyone is. I've said wild stuff on podcasts. I am way more concerned about this joke book. How long ago did you lose it? Uh, fucking eight months ago, nine oh. months ago. And so this is like, this is, and by the way, it's the second one I've lost. I lost another one when I was younger and I was even wilder writing stuff because they're your thoughts. You just like, so like I have a journal, I have a journal and I, and I write, I, it's called a happiness journal, and I write things in there that are bothering me, things I want to talk about in therapy. And then I was like, what am I doing? And I started editing my thoughts. And then I was like, why am I editing my thoughts? Like, I shouldn't, cause it's because I'm afraid people are going to see the book one day. Or I started lying in therapy at one point because I was, because it's online, and I was afraid someone would grab that find out my link and then publish it and then you'd hear me go these are my thoughts it's crazy it's crazy You're creating quite a cycle of anxiety for yourself to <laughs> go <laughs> like writing this book like what if anybody ever sees this and now it's a book in a book form i started writing codes all right uh, yeah. give us an example no because then people know my codes <laughs> They were like, why does he keep saying poppy seed muffin over and over again? <laughs> I love muffins, but my muffin's looking older these days. Do you, ever, <laughs> do you ever feel like, like I write shit about Leanne, I write like shit about Leanne, like like crazy shit, like crazy shit, crazy shit. Uh, if you're saying, yeah, I was going to say. Because uh, if I think it's crazy, if I think it's crazy, then it's imagine even crazier. what they'd think. Right. Or how much older you look in Leanne's eyes. I'm. She loves you so much. You have no idea. She goes, I can't She's wait to see Joel. You know, we have like a, a cool friendship. And I went, you do? She goes, yeah. Like, I went over to his house drop-up thing. And he showed me his Porsches. And like every now and then we'll text. And he's just the sweetest fucking guy. And I was like, can you get me his wife's number? And she's like, what? And I was like, I wouldn't mind making a friend. <laughs> you, you'll love her. She's great. It is, I mean, that's, pro I mean, you know, it's like you, when you meet a person's partner and they're great, you're yeah. like, oh, that makes you even greater. Oh, yeah. I, I think I think I get a lot of points because of Leanne. Yeah, you're very lucky. Like, people, people look at her and then go, there, mu there must be something good about Bert. Like, you're, I think without yeah. her, you know what my daughter said to me the other day? My daughter and I went to dinner. Two interesting things happened in this dinner. Uh, one, she asked about my buddy, uh, my buddy Croy, who uh, uh, killed himself. And I started telling her about him and about when we first became friends. We first became friends when I was in ninth grade and he was in seventh grade. And I was, I was friends with his brother. We were all in ninth grade together. But we were surfing and we had this moment. And, in the, and I was telling her why I love this guy. And, and, and it was, his personality never changed from seventh grade. It was, he's always just had a very childish spirit. And I started crying 
and like like tearing up and we're at Vitello's and she leans in and she goes, hey, pull it together. They're gonna think I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> that's the first one, right? That's and then, pretty good. That's a good one. And then the second one is we were talking about, uh, we were talking about, I've had crazy stuff has happened recently uh, like with uh, being propositioned by women. Uh, like it's never happened before. I mean, it's happened before in my life, but it's happening f more often now. Like, I, like it's kind of bizarre. I've never had that before. And, and I was like, and I, we were just talking about it. I don't know how it came up. And then I like, also Vitello's yeah, same dinner, same dinner. <laughs> I put a lot on this kid. Jeez. Okay. So, and so you're, tell you're telling your daughter about women coming on to you. I said, well, uh, someone hit on me at the restaurant. Someone, someone like came up and they were like, "Hey," and, and like, and I, and it was bothering Eilish. Like a lot of these people are staring at you. We should go somewhere else. We should sit somewhere else. And I said, "Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's, it is kind of crazy. We had someone sneak on the tour bus, and and I, and I was like, "Well," and, and Eilish leans in and she goes, "I just need you to know, if you ever cheat on mom, I will never speak to you again." And I said, "Okay." I said, "Well, hold on. I don't like that threat." <laughs> I go, first of all, I've never done anything inappropriate, but that threat." Seems like it's a double threat. And she goes, no, I will never speak to you. I go, okay. Same goes for mom. What if mom cheats on me? And she goes, no, I get it. <laughs> I go, you would? And she goes, yeah, of course. You're always gone. She does all this work for you. I mean, she needs a break. And I go, hold on. And then she goes, okay, hold on. She needs a break. You're allowed to cheat on mom if, if it's with a dude. And I went, what? And she goes, so I always thought you were a little gay. <laughs> Hold on. It was the weirdest fucking dinner. Someone leans over and be like, you guys are talking really loud. <laughs> and uh, the chicken parmesan is... Uh, uh, wow. How old are your kids? Uh, wait. Going back, when people meet me, they're like, hey, we wanted to meet you, but we're staying for your wife because she's so much better. Your wife looks like a cross-country runner, right? Uh, yeah. She's a... Uh, Blonde? Very, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's a... Uh, I'm hot and I'm very lucky. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but they're like, oh, she's way. I mean, and I was like, oh, right. And I remember years ago, my dad was like, marry somebody better than you. <laughs> marry somebody that people like. I'm like, oh, If yeah. you could change one thing about your wife, what would it be? I'd add a third eye. <laughs> On the back of her head or the no, front no, of her head? No, no, forehead. Just forehead? Just could be like, mm, look at that. <laughs> Uh, maybe a tail. Okay, for balance. Let, okay, not. Okay, not <laughs> I don't, or maybe. I'm oh, not doing physical. Uh, I, I didn't, oh, I didn't, I didn't meant, not doing physical. Like, <laughs> like physical. Uh, if you could add, if you could I, change one thing about your wife that your wife does in public with you, I'll start, and then you can help me figure yours out. Okay. Okay. So this is Leanne. Uh, I'll have a I'll have a crazy idea. I'll have a crazy idea. Have you seen her do this, Christine? I'll have a crazy idea like, uh, you know what we should do? We should uh, we should get like like four tour buses. And she goes, no, we're not doing that. And I go, I haven't even finished my thought. I go, you can't let me finish my thought. And then she's like, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not paying for four tour buses. I go, hold on, hold on. Or like I'll say, or I'll go, um, like I was just telling a story the other day. And, and someone was like, wait, how did this happen? And I go, we were we were we were walking in here, and Leanne goes, "That's not what happened." I go, "Hold on, stop! I'm cutting out the parts that you would tell. Yeah. Like you're gonna if, you're, if Leanne tells you the story, she gives you all of it. You're like, is this Moby Dick? When's the story gonna end?" I think we want to change the same thing about our wives. Thank 
uh, do I tell the same stories over and over again? And she's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you're, well, here we go. You guys, yeah. You guys heard this one before? Uh, Leanne will do that. She'll roll her eyes. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, the other day, she had a, the greatest story. Okay. The greatest story. And I let her tell it. I knew I could tell it so much better. I knew I could hit it out of the fucking park. I could have people going, ha! Ah! And then I just let her just. <laughs> and you were. And you let her do that because you're like, because if I interrupt, she's going to. Well, you know what? Part of me, it's almost like. Uh, say, your, say your son uh, plays tennis. Okay. But he hasn't been to practice in two weeks. And you've been telling him, you need to go to practice. Don't you go to that tournament just to watch him fail so that he, when he walks off the court, you go, oh, I told you you should have practiced. <laughs> That's why I watched her fail. Okay. Um, you, want to, you want to tell you the story? It's a good story. Yeah. Okay. It's a good story. I would like to hear. Have you heard this story? I don't know. It's a, I think you have. If you, Halston, you haven't. So obviously we have this house where we do podcasts, and, uh, and we've put a, a few pictures of me up. As you should. It's so, your house for podcasting. Yeah. So uh, we're getting a hood put in the uh, in the kitchen. And so Saturday morning, she gets she gets a text and she's like, oh, shit, the guys are there to put the hood and I'm going to go run down and let them in. So she lets these two guys in and they walk in and they look around and they're like, oh, shit, this is Burt Kreischer. And the guy's like, yeah, he's all over the place. And the one guy goes... She must be a huge fan. <laughs> and they go, and she hears that. And they go, so uh, you like Burt Kreischer, huh? And she's like, yeah, I'm married to him. And they're like, huh? And she's like, this is like, this is his house. I'm like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. So Leanne tells the story. I'll tell it like Leanne told her. Okay. <laughs> so I, 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 they're putting the hood in at the house. Wait, she can't hear this, can she? She's downstairs listening to this. Oh, I'm going to get in so much fucking trouble. Never mind. Story's over. So they're putting the, the hood in the house. She doesn't have a she has southern the, accent. I'm I kidding. like making it. I like making it worse than it is. Yeah, uh, she sounds like she uh, could did Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials. I do what now? <laughs> it's like when Leanne falls asleep when you're watching. Every night, every night she goes. I go. You want to watch something on TV? She goes. I love to. What? Whatever we want to watch. Last night we watched Billie Eilish and uh, David Letterman on on it, whatever it's your turn. Right. David Letterman's thing. Five. Fucking minutes into it, just and I go, and then I just stared at her. I go, "Do you want to just go to bed?" And she goes, "I'm not, I'm not sleeping. I'm not sleeping." I go, "You're definitely sleeping. I'm not sleeping." I close my eyes for a second. Keep going. I love this, Billy Eilish. <laughs> oh, thank uh, God. So we, yeah, my wife got to a point where she just goes to bed, and I stay up and doing shit. Uh, so we're sleeping yeah. in separate rooms. My snoring's that bad. Wow, it's that bad. It's not big. Oh, I just like staying up. So I. How late do you stay up? One, usually. Last night I stayed up till one, one thirty, yeah. and then I am always tired. And then what time did you wake up today? Seven. Okay. I, I mean, six isn't six hours ain't bad. I woke up at six. I so you got out. five. Are you to work out? Yeah, workout, sauna, polar plunge, and then uh, I, I can't. Can you tell I'm wearing makeup? Oh yeah, it's it's bad. caked on. It's bad. I was really red today. No, you look great. Oh yeah. I can't tell you wearing makeup. What do you got? Bronzer. Uh, I had we had hair and makeup come here. That's why my hair looks so good. Mm, I don't believe you. Oh, I swear to God, you should I had a really. Shoot, I had a photo shoot for the LA Times. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, and my shirt didn't fix. I've gained weight. Okay, so you it, did a lot. So a the lot one time just I wear happened. A shirt, okay, here's a question I really want to ask you. Wait, I can't. You work out first thing in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. I, 
I never do that now. For real? Yeah, no, once in a while. But I when do you work out? Mid morning, or like after lunch. Have you worked out already? No, I didn't realize I was doing this. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, I was not. I usually I'm so uh, scattered and ADHD. There, my assistant was like. Oh, uh, the car's here for you. I'm like, for what? And they were like, Burt Kreischer. Uh, and I was like, oh, <laughs> right. Uh, are you, are you I was Ken? just you, about to work out. Are you and Ken still doing your podcast? No, we haven't for two and a half years. Oh, was it just during the pandemic? It was just, yeah, I would love God to have been. It. it was so good. Oh, God bless. You guys are so good I would together. have loved to have done it. Uh, but Ken, do you hear that? Fuck. Yeah, he was. I think he realized it wasn't gonna. Uh, you know, he it took up. A, you know, it takes up a lot of time. But uh, yeah. and we we both got. Yeah, we're both running around like maniacs. How, how old are your kids? Eighteen and fifteen. Eighteen. Oh, eighteen and fifteen. That's mine. Mine. Look at that. Too. Look at that. One's in college. Uh, he is not. We'll see. We'll see Where? if he. Uh, well, he we're, he might not go. But I, I, got, I got one who's going to look at colleges, and I said for real. Yeah, I was. Are we like, really gonna do this? I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, college is great, but it's not for everybody. She said to me the other day. She goes, "What if I did this and like stayed in L.A.? What would you think about that?" And I was like, "I fucking love it." I was like, "I'd love You're it." You're gonna miss her. I don't want. I don't want. I didn't want Georgia to leave. I, this is my most like picture ever. Was the day we dropped Georgia off, and I was crying my eyes out. And I was like, I did not want her to leave. I still don't want her gone. We went on a hike yesterday, and the whole time. I couldn't enjoy everything because I just missed her because she's so much fun. The heart, I, I, all I was doing was telling stories of when Georgia and I laughed because Georgia and I would find Isla hysterical. Leanne, L Isla's very frustrating to Leanne like because Isla's a very frustrating human being. But Georgia and I, the hardest, the hardest I've ever laughed. Isla has a crippling phobia of bees. Oh, she couldn't play the outfield in softball at a certain point because all she did was look for bees. So she would just have her eyes at the feet, just look, looking for bees the whole time, looking and for the bees. the ball would just go right And they hit it, and then she'd go, uh-uh, there's bees over there. Wow. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. And it still is bad. Yesterday, because Fryman's really bl uh, blossoming, she the whole time she was like fucking bees. And she's 15. 16 right now. So... Maybe five years ago, it was before pandemic, so probably five years ago, we go on a hike with a bunch of uh, a bunch of our friends and their kids, and not the moms, just the dads, and me and Georgia and Isla, <clears throat> and we're hiking up Fryman, and Isla is goofy as shit always, and she's walking, and she's like... And she sees a dude in front of her go, and then she goes... What's up with this guy, huh? And she's and then she starts going, hoo, 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 like making fun of him, but she's behind him. And then she goes, wait, what's that? It's a swarm of bees. And Isla does Captain Caveman arms, where her, it's almost like they're not her original body parts, and she's learning how to use them for the first time. Just and Georgia goes, gets closer, and she goes, Dad, it's bees. And Georgia and I fucking fell on the ground, and Isla started sprinting. We watched her see her biggest fear, and we got to see it, and we were crying 
fucking laughing. And then she sprinted down Fryman Canyon. There's bees up there. You don't want to go. Yelling. It was maybe 4,000 bees. It was the biggest swarm of bees I've ever seen in my fucking life. And we were, Georgia to this day will text me, do you remember when we watched Isla walk into bees? We laughed so fucking hard. After watching a dude. Because she was like, she was like, like, because he was like, it's because when you, like, if you just see someone swatting at bees, you mm. can't tell what that is. You're like, right. Um, She's like, look at that idiot. All right. Here's a question I want to ask you. I want to ask you. I want, I want, I have a list of questions and I want to talk about knives. Did you pay for your watch? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, I, my wife did, but yeah, I did. Oh, it's very nice. Uh, the top five most spectacular sporting moments for Joel McHale. Oh. Meaning, when you think of your life as an athlete, what are your five biggest memories where you go, well, I, I got to put that on the list? Uh, yeah, not that great. I mean, I was a good athlete, but I was never, uh, like, did you ever have a moment? Like I was, I was a good athlete, but I wasn't like, I didn't go to college. To, I mean, I, I went to college to play, but didn't play in college. But like my first home run over center field, 11 years old, never forget it. Never forget that moment. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Like what's, give me one, give me most recently I was in that, uh, the major league baseball celebrity all-star game last summer wait what yeah and it was like you know they uh i know that like rob Lowe had to drop out and they were like will you go and i'm like yeah i'll fucking go and uh i was it was in dodger you know in dodger stadium and fucking bad bunny was on our team bad bunny the, the 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 recording artist yeah and i uh got up to bat and i hit a home run and i was so hold happy up, hold up Shut yeah. the fuck up! It was the mo- I was just like I can't. I was so no happy. No way! No way! Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. I it was like the gr- it was like I was like oh this is really cool. And Do we have footage of this? I don't know. There has to be. I mean, yeah. I mean, there there. It's got to be all star celebrity tacos, wacos, and Q and A. The best is that they introduced me as a snowboarder from the Olympics because they I was such a late replacement. First that, of all, I would never go on the internet to find it. I would just go oh, on. Oh, there it is. Oh, there yeah. it is. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Yeah, was, that's what I'm posting. My is that, kids. Is that my uh, kids? This is how great my the kids are like. Wow, Dad, all those people in your team are way more famous than you. That yeah. There. Oh, there's my Brian answer. Cranston. God, he, is that him with the beard? Yeah. What is he playing? Jerry Garcia. Uh, he I was for a role, uh, yeah, and then a, uh, J.K. Simmons was the other coach, and he also had a, he had a much bigger beard. And uh, I remember J.K. Simmons as a Nazi in the uh, in Oz. In Oz, yeah, he was amazing. Rem- he was amazing when he burned the swastika in that guy's ass with a lighter. He th- people sh- should watch that show because that's crazy. Uh, that- it was so much fun, and I was like, ah, oh, this is the I can't. I was yeah, it was good times. And, God, uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, we'll never find YouTube it. is where you would find something like this, if anyone yeah. has it. It really shows you how the public really wanted wants to see that clip of me. They really want it. Uh, oh, JoJo Siwa, she hit a in yeah. She, JoJo Siwa hit a home run too. Yeah. Well, she, let me see this. I love her. Uh, she's terrific. She. she it was legit, a great hit. She legit. Uh, she legit. 
She must have played softball growing up. Yeah, it was, good a, it was a real good hit. She did not play softball growing up. And we're all jumping and having a good <laughs> She did not play. That's CeCe yeah. Sabathia. The, no way. Pitching. Let me see her swing again. That was beautiful. Yeah, I was... Uh, Look at that! She let go of the bat. I mean, she. I, wow, that's crazy. That yeah, it was held on the bat. It was a good hit. Wow, that, that was, was beautiful. Yeah. It was really fun. Can you find me, Joel McHale? Yeah, I don't see. Run. It shows you that no one cares. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Paul Rudd. There's a there's a celebrity fan. This is crazy. Group. There's me drinking on the Today Show as usual. Um. Yeah, there's boy. This, when you a, go do, when what you a, do, what a what a walk down memory lane. <laughs> oh, there's uh, five longest. I got by the way. I got into a home run thread the other day of watching dudes who play. Uh, they they're like just dudes with beautiful swings, and they test out bats and they try to break bats and whatnot. It was just, I get fucking watch. That's uh, I get I go down the rabbit hole of watching players talk about Larry Bird. Really, uh, it's great because Larry Bird was the biggest trash talker out of any trash talker yeah. and they <laughs> it's so great to listen to like these guys go like uh yeah i showed up and he started making fun of me and uh he was famous for going i'm gonna uh i'm gonna dribble down i'm gonna go to the corner i'm gonna get the ball i'm gonna shoot in your face and then I'm look at your mom and uh <laughs> and it was it's so great it i magic johnson talks about it. it's really great. really yeah, I can't recommend it enough. Larry Bird talking shit. Yeah, you'll. Wait, there's a thousand videos. What other videos are you really into? I'm trying to think. I am into. Well, we're both into knives. We love knives. So I realized the other day because I was like, uh, I got I got caught on I got caught back into Twitter. I'm now I've been off Twitter for a while. By I had a, I had to make a burner account because Rogan sent me something, and I got caught by my social media uh, person looking at Twitter and she goes, whoa, 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 you don't have Twitter. How did you get that? And I was like, oh, I have a burner account now. And they were like, you're off, you're off, you're off. So I got caught. And so I was like, well, like, what? Caught I, yeah. by the people that you pay. By In Australia. I was in Australia and I was on the burner account. And uh, and then I started going like, yeah, what? Okay, I'm just going to use Twitter. I'm going to not use Twitter. I'm going to use the internet for just what I want to watch. Like history videos, yeah. knives, yeah. Uh, Rolexes. I dogs. I love dogs. Dog videos, dude. I like looking at breeds of dogs, like the Doggo Argentino or the Connie Corso. Why don't you have a podcast about that? I would love. I would people love to would talk love to, that. I would love to talk bring, to if people. You bring in dog <clears throat> or, uh, look owners. At this, look at this Doggo Argentino. This is the most beautiful fucking dog. Uh, second row, the uh, second to last one on the right. Uh, look at that. Look at this dog. Not a beautiful fucking dog. That doesn't even look real. Very dominant. You can't let it sleep in bed with you. Why not? Because it will assume dominance anytime you let it. it okay. It's, it's like I I went to buy one. They hunt pigs with them in Hawaii, I think, and so they're really fucking badass. They're they're the size of a bull mastiff. They're they're big as shit and they're all muscle. Why don't you get it? I, I said to the guy, two dogs I wanted that and the what's the one with all the dreadlocks. Uh, I, it's the Afghan oh dreadlock dog. I always say Sharpay, <clears throat> the one with all the not the it's not it's not the that, Hung, it's not that's a Hungarian pulley. That's not, not the Hungarian pulley. It's not the pulley. It's the tall one. You Commodore, really, Commodore, 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 Commodore. Is that how the hair comes out? No, you gotta you gotta be a part of getting it dreadlocked. Okay. So I almost got that a seems Commodore. Like a lot of work. 
I almost got a Commodore and a Doggo Argentina. Look how big that thing is. Oh my gosh, Look that thing. How, big that, that thing how do you wash that thing? Uh, you don't. I, or man, I don't think you do. So I, I said to the two people told me I, they wouldn't sell me their puppies. The Doggo Argentino guy, he goes, all right. Uh, what do you want this dog for? I said, protection. I'm, I'm on the road a lot. I want something that would scare people away. And he goes, oh, okay. Uh, are you going to let it outside? Is it going to be an outside dog or an inside dog? I said, inside dog. Inside dog. Okay. Where are you going to keep it inside? And I said, just in my house. And he goes, are you going to let it on the couch? I said, yeah, probably. And he goes, on your bed? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I'm not selling you this dog. I went, why? And he goes, because this dog uh, commands a great deal of expertise in raising a dominant dog. You're not getting like a like a, a labradoodle. This is a dog that if you, it sees weakness in you, it will become the dominant thing in that house. And I went, fuck, okay. And then I, was, I couldn't get the dog, and I couldn't, and they, they're hard to find. This same thing happened with the Commodore. They wouldn't sell you. They that? wouldn't sell me a Commodore either. Why? They, uh, because I said I would let it outside. And how big's your fence? I said six feet. Nope. Not letting you have this dog. I go, well, hold on. That's all you're allowed to have in LA is a six foot fence because the police have to be able to look over it to like get into your, into your, like that's the height. And the dog would jump over that? They said the dog's going to jump over this fucking fence. And so I was like, fuck. Only other animal I want Savannah cat. Have you seen it? No. Joel, what do you do with your time online? Uh, well, I, how, you, I, you, I usually look at it. Look info. at how big this fucking cat is. How much is that cat? This, they're like $5,000. What are you going to It is a fucking. I like how look you're at like, this. I want a huge. That's not real. That's a fucking real cat. That, that's. Look at, the, look at that fucking cat. Look at that fucking cat. That's, a, that's an F1 Savannah cat, too. See if that's an F1 Savannah cat. Yeah, don't. F1, the, F1 means. Yeah, the F3s are shitty. No, the F, you don't want F3s because F3s means they've bred out. I was the, just making that up. I oh, don't no, even know no, what that have, is. I think they go down to F5. They have, so F1 like means. Wagyu beef? Yeah. No. So F1 means the uh, it's the most expensive pet in the world. What that and it's I mean five thousand dollars at the most expensive pet seems like. Dude, a, look at this seems, fucking cat. They're illegal in New York. Why? Because they're, they're fucking. They're fucking. Look at how high they can jump. That the, guy, look at that guy's weird house. Yeah. Talk about witness relocation. He's got porn stars will get him a lot. What? Yeah, porn stars like porn stars will get these cats. That's a why. Uh, you know, Mary Lynn Rice Cub has one of these cats. Oh. But uh, is she a porn star? No, no, no. But she's got one. And it's badass. It's like very. Now you, it's a little wild. It's a little bit of a wild cat. You have three animals that you would like, and you are still you're zero for three. I, well, I ended up, so I ended up, we have three rescue cats, and then I have bull mastiffs. How many bull mastiffs? Two. Okay. Well, that's, and you love these. I love, but they're, and they're, bull mastiff is right. The guy was right. I shouldn't have gotten the 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 dog Argentino. Because you also have these bull mastiffs. No, 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 no. This is before I got the bull mastiff. Our, we got our first bull mastiff, Priscilla, uh, probably 15 years ago. No, uh, maybe 10 years ago. And um, you can see this is. Our bull mastiffs now. Oh. Look at go to the, that was Priscilla was is that with. Leanne? Right there, yeah, go to Leanne and the two dogs. That's Mac. There's hey Leanne and I think that's Leanne and Mac. Those are big dogs. Yeah. Wow. Uh, look at that. They're fucking awesome, and they're and they're really they're really docile. They're that's Priscilla. Um, mm -hmm. They're really docile and they're really like sweet dogs, but they are scary enough that no one's gonna break into the house because they right. do they do get spooked pretty easily. So like if someone new comes into the house, you Mac yep. especially, who's 160 pounds, he kind of like locks up like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? And then you got to be like, it's okay, Mac. It's okay. 
What, do you have any animals? Jeez, yeah. What do you I, have? Two, uh, three dogs and a rabbit. You have a rabbit? Yeah. How do you have the d- rabbit with the dogs? Uh, we they well, two of the dogs didn't care, and then the other dog, our French bulldog, who's very aggressive, he was a puppy at the same time. The rabbit was a little thing, so they sit and they like they eat together. They really? think they're brother and sister or brother and brother. Uh, Shut up. So yeah, so they're he they all get along great. Uh, but when the doorbell rings or someone, yeah, I mean they're not as intimidating as a mastiff, but. All hell breaks loose. But I bet you'd have a few people that broke into your house like, oh, shit, it's a, it's a bunny. Oh, my God. Yeah, they'd be like, why? And then you, at least it slows them down. Yeah, they'd be like, this is the cutest thing. Well, let, me, I, let me untie You know one. what? Anyone... I'll untie one of the family members in his home invasion. <laughs> uh, but I, I know they're great pets, and they don't do they – don't, they're very cuddly. But the, the we – I don't know if you do this, but my wife and I are like, what are we going to do when we lose – one of these dogs passes away. We're going to – and we were like so – I was like, what kind of a – I was, we're not even talking about our sons that way. We're talking. Yeah. I mean, we are like we are so uh, tied to them that I like. And then one, our pug got epilepsy, and we're like, "Was this the end?" And so uh, it's not. We, he's on medicine now, but uh, it was traumatic. We're so worried. Oh, uh, we we had to put down Priscilla. It was during the pandemic. Oh no! Oh, Why? It was. Uh, she was talking back. Oh. No, she. Wow. She. Um, it's funny you keep saying Priscilla because that's my grandmother's name and my niece's <laughs> name. <laughs> so I'm like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she. Uh, she got a blood clot in her heart or like heart cancer or something like that. They were like, doesn't matter. You need to put her down. And so I used to do a bit about it on stage that was pretty funny, oddly enough, because it was it was a weird moment. It was a really weird moment, but uh, it was fucking. The hardest part, because the girl that was, is quite the laser to dance over to talk about a dog dying. It murdered. It really murdered. It was like I was going to put it in my special, but it is really emotional. And if if I if I tell so sometimes if I tell a bit and you're in the moment, uh, it's more fun. But with this bit, if I was in the moment, I would cry. I couldn't help but cry. Boy, yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, it was tough because the girls were young still. The girls were, I think, 14 and 12. Yeah. And the funniest part of that is when I was shooting the movie, I had this in Serbia, the, I had a co-star named Eva. And I was saying that we had a dog and she goes, oh, I want to see a picture of your dog. And I was like, okay. And so I just scrolled to like find a picture. And, and the one picture I found, I go, here it is. And then I go, oh, wait. And it was it was a video. I thought it was a picture. You know how sometimes it needs to load. Yeah. And I th- and I hit it and I go, here's a picture. And it was a video. I go, oh no, this is when we were putting her down. And then she goes, why would you show me that picture? Like as if I went here. This is us putting her down. Wow. And so, but I had videotaped it. Mean, it's a really good it. question. I videotaped it and I st- a little bit. I didn't, I didn't the actual passing. I didn't videotape. I was in the moment, but I like you know in the moment I was like our last moments were Priscilla. Let's hold on to this. And then I took the Nest Cam footage of her actually, and I saved it. I don't know why oh. I, of her actually passing. Yeah, it's a it's a little odd uh, yeah. to it's like. I remember when my grandmother passed away. You uh, took the Nest Cam of that? No, they didn't have them then. Uh, but we had a wake, and she was just sitting there, you know, it was an open <laughs> casket, and my uncle was taking photos of... Uh, oh, for real? Yeah, and I was like, hmm, that's a little odd. And my dad was like, 
Yes, it is. <laughs> and you know, it was pre it was pre cameras on your phone, so it was like a SLR. So it was a yeah. Okay, you got that. <laughs> Taking pictures of her. Like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and even when I think about it now, I'm like those pictures exist somewhere. <laughs> How weird. Someone developed them. Tell me, they're like oh. at a photo mat, probably. This, I don't. This know. woman didn't move in any of these pictures. This is. She seems Wait, very was she, relaxed. Was she sitting up in the casket? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We propped her up <laughs> for the like, wake. We like, wanted everyone to see her. <laughs> she was pretty big, uh, so I was like, "Ooh, Grandma Marie." At my at my grandmother's funeral, they had a slideshow of all of her p- pictures with us, <laughs> and the majority of pictures where we were all together with my grandmother was on this one trip we took to New York where my sister Annie was going through a fat face. And so this thing would, so the first time- I can't believe you didn't scream, edit that out. (laughs) So the first time it goes, and by the way, so the the pre-wake's like like maybe like 45 minutes, and the loop is every three minutes. It's every three minutes it changes. You see. It's the same picture. So the first time it goes by- Annie sees it. Annie just goes like this. She goes, oh, who put that picture in there? And And then- my mom's like, don't worry about it, honey. It's fine. It's fine. Just just try to be here. So then it goes around like literally three or four minutes later, and my sister or my and my daughter Georgia goes, That is not a good picture of Annie. And she's like, Georgia, stop. And so then like next time, next time it goes around, someone goes, God damn it. <laughs> and it got funnier and funnier. By the end, my dad comes in. He had been with his 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 uncle. He comes in at the end, and that picture of Annie comes up and he goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And Annie's like, I know, stop, okay? Did Annie eat your grandma? What happened? <laughs> it was a, she's she's like going through a fat phase, but the way she's standing, she's sticking her belly out. Like we're at, we're at oh, Disney World or something, geez. and she's sticking her belly out like this. It's the worst picture. How's Annie doing now? She looks great. She's uh, dating someone. They're very happy. She uh, loves her job. He loves his job. She's killing it. Okay. Yeah, she's killing it. But man, we laughed. I want at my older f- or younger? Older, m- younger, younger, right. younger, younger. Cool. Wait, are you gonna have a funeral? Yes, next week. Oh, cool. Yeah, I plan it. I'm usually always in the planning <laughs> phase. I, then I start setting the date, and then I'm gonna keep the same invite list for my funeral as I don't for really, my premiere. Do you, have a cho- do you have a choice on whether you have a funeral or not? Well, they don't do funerals a lot anymore. They don't. No. What? Funerals are they don't even exist. People don't do them. I, is your staff gonna have a funeral? Well, oh, oh, I'm okay. 30. Oh, I can't a lot just of 30-year-olds don't die. I, okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll probably won't die at all. Look at the braggart here. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I want have, a fucking funeral. I want a fucking you want funeral. It, like, I want suits and ties. I want I want big church. Big fucking church. Like a mega here, church. Here's the like problem. Joel Osteen's church? Yeah. Like, like oh, the, wow. Hold on. The old let's, Rockets let's, Arena? Let's talk about our funerals. All right. How'd be cool if you died on the same day and then we could do like a co-share? I mean, we could plan it. We could. Oh, I guess we could. Yeah. <laughs> it might. Do you want to do a suicide pact? <laughs> yeah. We could make it look like an accident. We probably shouldn't plan it on, on tape here or on mic. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, what, if, we, now, uh, what if we do die on the same day? Well, the day I die or the day you die, we're both going to be like, ooh, I think I'm going to stay home. 
And then, Not taking the motorcycle out today. And then your wife comes home with one of those dogo dogs, and we're like, "Good news!" And then it rips your throat out. And you're like, "Get off my couch." Uh, uh, I, you have you told your wife that you, the funeral that you already want? I've been pretty specific about my wants. I have my list of people I want to talk at my funeral, but I just realized, like, the... well, I had a list, and then I realized, like, I and then I sent that same list for my funeral. It's why it was like you've thought about this. Oh yeah, yeah, I thought about this a lot. The same list for my funeral is pretty adjacent to the list of my premiere for my movie, Mm. and and obviously, like the first, you know, like fifty people were like, "Oh, these are the people I want at my funeral too." So I send them the list, and then a lot of people are like, "Yeah, I can't make it." And I go, "Hold on, if you're not coming to my movie, you might not be coming to my funeral." Yeah, and you would never know, and that. Which really bothers me. Right. Like, I might need verbal commitments today. I mean, what if the fu- What if you made it easy for everybody and had the funeral in Austin? You sound like Sony right now. Because that was our initial thought for the movie premiere. Is like, because I, mean, I really wanted Joe to come. And a lot of people, all my friends were in Austin. I could make it easy and do the premiere in Austin. But everyone that worked on the movie lives in LA. Everyone's got to fucking fly to Austin. Let's be, let's for real. This is a really great point. Do I have my funeral in LA? Because I, I mean, none of my family friends are here. My parents aren't here. All the dudes I, all the dudes I grew up with are all on the East Coast. Right. Tom and Joe definitely probably aren't flying to L.A. They don't like L.A. They're not going to fly to L.A. for a funeral. Mm. I mean, I, I could get, like, hopefully, like, Logan Paul will come to my funeral. Oh. Well, I mean, that's, like, going to be my big get. That would be good. But then I got to change my list of people I wanted to speak at my funeral were, like, all my friends. Well, yeah, you need to. And if they're not coming, then all of a sudden, no one's speaking at my fucking funeral. Yeah, that's why you have to invite, you know, like, triple the number of people to speak because you're going to have a lot of, you know. Who no do you sh- want to speak at your funeral? Uh, well, uh, I have not thought about that. Let's think about it. Let's think about it. For real. Okay. Joel Osteen. Oh. I mean. would be good. I get, oh, I want Bernie Mac to speak at my funeral. I gotta, I gotta hang out with him more. I have terrible news. <laughs> what? He's dead. Oh, not Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Steve Harvey. I meant Steve Harvey. Oh. I meant Steve Harvey. Oh, no. I meant Steve Harvey. Oh. I got terrible news. Oh, all black people look the same, don't they? (laughs) No, no, I'm just, I'm doing, I've been doing a deep dive on Steve Harvey. And Bernie Mac came up. And Bernie Mac, because. Who's been dead for years. (laughs) You're terrible. (laughs) He's dead, and I was like, wait, he's thinking of the wrong guy. Have you ever heard Steve Harvey talk about his wife, Marjorie? No. Oh, it's my favorite clip ever. It's my favorite fucking clip ever. What does he say? Oh, hold on. Talk about, pull up Steve Harvey talking about Marjorie. This is, this is, so Leanne's obsessed with Steve Harvey, right? Right. And she will text me clips of Steve Harvey all the time. She All she does is watch clips of Steve Harvey. And so, hold on. It's, uh, I just had a moment. Put your headsets on. Put your headsets on. Hang on. Hit pause. Hit pause. Hit pause. Here we hit go. pause. Go full screen. Go full screen. Go full screen. All right. This, uh, now, this is, and perfect. I think you'll. Perfect bald head. I think you'll feel, I think you'll feel like I feel. I get emotional watching this because this is how I feel about my wife. And, the, and, and, all right, go Here ahead. Go. I just had a moment. I'm... And that's me and my wife's song, too. I met her 86, 87 when the song came out. Then God gave her back to me in 2005. 
I put her name on the back, man. You, you understand me. That's mine right there. Yeah, I own you and you own me. I will kill everybody in here about your ass. Please understand that about the way I love you, Marjorie Elaine. You understand me? I kill everybody in here. I swear to God I will. You can ask the Lord about me. I'll kill every Rescued and changed my life. Um, I get teary-eyed watching that. I get teary-eyed because I go, I love that fucking energy. Dude, Steve Harvey He's is, he told a story about, I get teary-eyed watching that. I don't know why. I just love that energy. Like that fucking, ah, man, he's the best. He's the best. I did that celebrity family feud, and watching him with the audience, I was just like, this is just the mat. He's just a, the master. He's he is just has. The, I mean, it's amazing. You should watch him on Club Shay Shay. Have I, you seen Club Shay Shay? No. Club Shay Shay Shannon Sharp's podcast. I've seen his. It's Shannon Sharp's podcast. Is I just watched the clips of him talking about sports. Uh, <laughs> He's so fucking smart, dude. He it. is such a great interviewer. He is such a great interviewer. Club Shay Shay. He has. Steve Harvey is probably my favorite podcast on here, but I am a huge Steve Harvey fan. He talks about his mom. His dad's name was Slick Harvey, right? And his dad had a third grade education. And his mom, I don't. Why do I get emotional when I talk about Steve Harvey? Like, Have I get, you had like, him on your podcast? No, no. I just met him, and he was so fucking cool. I can't. You know what? I don't. Whatever the thing is, is when people. When people you look up to pay you respect in this business, yeah, it is the it is a moment that you never forget. Yeah, and uh, where'd you meet him? Somebody family feud. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, yeah we did. We did. Uh, me and the girls did it. Leanne was like, "We're definitely doing it," and so we go to do it. And the pre-interview guy goes, uh, "So you've got a movie? Co- you got a, a special called uh, The Machine coming out?" And I went, "No, it's a movie." And he goes, "You have a Netflix special called Razzle Dazzle?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, so congrats on getting on Netflix. I go, it's, it's like my uh, my fifth Netflix special. And he goes, oh, okay, cool. And, but you could tell they've done no pre-interview. No, no offense to Family Feud. I think they thought I was still. That's me and the girls. They think that's so great. They, I think they thought. I think they thought I was still on Travel Channel. And I only say that because the team we played against was on from HGTV. And so I think they thought it was Travel Channel. And I, 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 no disrespect to anyone on that How production. long ago were you on Travel Channel? It was like nine years ago. I think it was yeah. like, It's been a while, seven years, six years ago. And so so I, I don't think the pre-interview or whatever the producer thing, I think it was poorly researched. And I, no slight to Family Feud. I had a fucking blast. And, it, and none of that made the screening because Steve Harvey came out. And he comes up and he goes, I'm a fan. And I was like, what? And then he gave me the greatest fucking intro. Five specials on Netflix. You don't understand. And he's like, he was fucking so goddamn great to me and the whole family. I don't want to spoil it. You got to watch the episode. I don't want to spoil it. When's it coming out? Uh, Not for a while. (laughs) I don't want to spoil it. But it's it's really fucking hilarious. And him and Isla connected. And it it was, it was, fucking such a great experience but i i he talks about i've been watching a lot of steve harvey a lot of it and he talks on club shay shay about his uh his mom 
his mom teaching his dad how to read and he goes, I never saw love like that in my life. And he's like, uh, I get emotional when I talk about it. And he goes, he goes, when I was a kid, someone talked about your mama. My daddy said, it's that ass. You better get that ass. And if you can't get that ass, you come you get your brother, your brother get that ass. No one talks about your mama. Like I loved, I don't know what it is, man. Like, is it that the, that those guys, those, those type of men don't exist anymore? Like, that I look at that and I go, yeah. my dad would have fought about his mom. Like I would have, you could call my mom a whore. I'd be like, okay, okay, <laughs> whatever. You you're gonna be okay uh, with your mom getting called a whore? Like when I was a kid, I was like, I'm not getting a fist fight over my fucking mom. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, gosh, if someone said your mom, you wouldn't swing at someone. When I was a child, no, I was just sort of like, I would have been like. Cause my dad didn't, my dad didn't raise me to fight at all. Like he was like, he was like, yo, you walk away. It's not worth it. Nothing's ever worth it. Like to this day, if I get into a confrontation, I do have the, I have a really insane ability to walk away. Like even in, in a time when you don't think you think you could win, I still have a thing where my dad has its implanted because he's a lawyer. You never know. You punch someone, they hit their fucking head on the back of a curb, they die. You're in prison for the rest of your life. That's true. That was my, the way my dad raised me. You don't ever need to take anything to violence. You never need to get to violence. He's like, you can get, you can always walk away. You can look like a coward, but guess what? You wake up the next day in your bed. And I got in fights growing up. Like I got into fights, but like never about like, like my mom wasn't the thing, but my dad would have fought over his mom as a kid. Yeah. 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 I, when's the last time you were in a fight? <sighs> Two days ago. When was the last time I was in a fight? I remember the last time I talked shit to someone. Oh, the last time I was in a fight, I got the shit kicked out of me in college. Oh. Yeah, I got beat up pretty bad. <laughs> I had to go to the hospital. I had a really severe concussion. Fuck. I had memory loss. It was pretty bad. They hit you really hard. Uh, it threw me on my head. Fucking oh. suplex. And I fucking woke up. Yeah, you could have died. Yeah, yeah. I think, th I think that guy... Probably has never been in a fight since because I think he was really scared to what he did. I remember we woke, I woke up and he was on the floor next to me and he was freaking out. Because he thought he had killed someone. I think he thought he had killed someone. Where's that guy now? Uh, I think he's, uh, I don't know. It's the, I, the thing I learned about. Anthony the Jeselnik. Thing, the, thing, <laughs> no, the thing I learned about dudes, the thing I learned in life about dudes who have got who have a past history of getting to violence and can get to violence is you don't say anything about those guys. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Like I'll buzz balls, I'll buzz balls with anyone who I know won't go to violence. Like I'll buzz Joe Rogan's balls all day long. That guy will never take it to violence. Even though he's the baddest motherfucker I yeah. know, he will never get violent. That's just not Joe's nature. It's not his nature. Bust Tommy's balls all day long. He'll never punch me. But there are dudes I just don't like I fuck with Stylebender, Nate Diaz, uh, fucking Conor McGregor. All those guys have really good sense of humor. It's like really, like I met Stylebender and I said to Stylebender, I, I said a bunch on the end of this podcast that like I was going to, I wanted to fight Stylebender. I was going to both fucking get drunk and fight because I knew he had a sense of humor. Everyone I knew that knew like he's, trust me, he's a cool dude. He's a fucking cool right. dude. Even Nate Diaz, uh, Shane Gillis is like, Nate's a cool guy. The, like he understands it's a joke. He, he's been around comedy as long as he's been in UFC because he knows Joe, and he listens to the podcast. Nate's a fucking cool guy. Conor McGregor, same fucking thing. I talk shit 
on podcasts, obviously, people know it's a joke, but there are some dudes. Yeah, they don't have the. Yeah, they, they don't. Get, they don't. They don't get it totally, and and I don't talk shit about those guys at all. I, I never will. Yeah, it's like having yeah, it's like those dogs that are part wolf. You're like, oh yeah, and that guy, that guy was one of those guys, and I, I was that was the one mistake I made is I made a joke, he did not like it, and he fucked me up, and I was like, well, lesson learned, got it, moving forward, <laughs> like, and you can sense those guys in the comedy clubs in the front rows, you can see the guy that won't isn't isn't there to be fucked with, right, right, yeah, yeah. and you then yeah, no, yeah. It's amazing that more comics aren't, you know, killed after shows, you know. Because I've, I've, I know a lot of comics have been punched. Really? Oh, yeah. While they're on stage? Or uh, right? Or they're after, with, after, they're, after yeah. they've been on stage. My friend got shot at. Yeah. Who? It was years ago. Uh, KP Anderson used to be I know KP. Suit. Yeah, he was. Oh yeah, I know KP. Yeah, up in Alaska. He. Oh shit. Yeah. See, Alaska is a place you don't. I wouldn't do crowd work in Alaska. Anyone who moves to Alaska <laughs> has got something going on. Yeah, they're trying to escape from. Yeah. Don't fuck with anyone in the crowd in Hawaii either. Do Hawaiians don't fuck around? Oh yeah, I, I can't. I I've, I don't think. Yeah, I would would never. <laughs> Portland, you're safe. Well, <laughs> except. <laughs> Oh, if you're yeah. doing it in, I don't know, East Oregon, I'd watch it. East out. Oregon, I wouldn't fuck around Portland with. Portland is a, once you get outside of Portland, <laughs> Portland's watch a safe spot. And then everything outside, that's like men who have calloused hands they can't even yeah. jerk off with. Well, yeah, they don't use axes to get trees down. They just pick them up. Just fucking rip them out of the ground. Those are real men. I, I, uh, we should do a reality show where we go be real men for a day. You, okay. I bet you could fucking I brought slide you in. The, I, look, oh, we, let's pull I this out. You that. No, uh, I would do that reality show in a heartbeat. Uh, and by what, real men, you mean like... What did you want to do? What is... Uh, I, uh, I'm I feel like for us, it would be taking dance lessons. I would love to take dance lessons. I'll take a dance lesson with you. Yeah. We should do the opposite and just like do not... I'm still... I'm still... Uh, I'm so impressed by the empire you've created. You, you're... Oh. Yeah, Dude. there you go. Yeah, that's there you go. You got to really pull that. Yeah, oh. that now uh, it will turn you. Now I can't see you. You've gone invisible. Uh, it's Sting. It's oh from Lord God. of the Rings. Uh, yeah, there you go. This Just in case. Fucking this. I wish my. Do, you my, can't walk around like that. I wish my dick had little fucking knobs on it like this. <laughs> I don't think Leanne would appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe. Look at that. This is fucking nice. Yeah, they make really nice. The Cold Steel is really makes great. Careful on the top there, because the top of the blade. I need the. I think this is sharpened too here. Oh, oh for real? I th oh, actually, it's not. Never mind. You're good. This is fucking badass. What's your favorite knife? Mm, uh, favorite knife that you have? I like this Chinese sword that I have a lot. Really? Yeah, it's like a they design. Uh, it's a very, I mean, yeah, old design, but they used them all the way up until World War II, uh, and it's a, it's it's really heavy, and it they you swing them like a baseball bat. And, For real? Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's ex literally it. That's it. I love that thing. I, I it's am cold steel. Yeah, cold steel makes it too. That's it. Look that's at that. Beautiful. Thing. Yeah, and the the grip on it is like a baseball bat. That's beautiful. Yeah. They, I am a big fan. I'm a big fan of Spider Co. Great. I company. love the work they do. What well, if you had to rank I, the top knife makers? Now and I and by the way, there's also what's the one with the wooden handles that are out of Switzerland? 
Were those, you were telling me about that guy that you had to get on the list. To, uh, yeah, you, yeah, Bobby Kelly knows. Did it. you get one? No, no. Bobby's I'm, calling I'm, you right no, now. No, no, no. I'm calling Bobby Kelly right now. I'm going to find out the name of the fucking thing. Hold on. Spider-Co is, I'm just guessing right now. No, it's not Italian, is it? No, I mean, Spider-Co's out of uh, Golden, Colorado. I really nailed They're that one. They're fucking awesome. Um, you went to their, last time we talked, I think you said you went to their facility? I have, I have almost every single one of their knives. Because like, I, I love their knives. I love their knives. And I've, I've gone through, go to Spider-Co, I'll show you. Dude, I, they just make a beautiful fucking knife. They're, yeah. Right there, the the Delica is a gorgeous fucking knife. I have bought little ones for Leanne and Georgia and Isla for Girl Scouts. But I like this. I don't like that handle as much. That's a plastic handle. They have a carbon handle that's fucking gorgeous. They pull in Girl Scouts, they're pulling little tiny ones. They have these little, little tiny ones right right there. The 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 see that little tiny one to the left? It's a much smaller knife. Yeah, but it's we, like this t- big. But those blades are sharp as fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, you got to be so careful. <clears throat> uh, I like the uh, Microtex and the Ultratex. I like those knives a lot. I like the Benchmates. I like, yeah, Cold Steel. God damn it. Why would Bobby Kelly have two fucking phone numbers? Bobby Kelly knows the fucking, hold on. He knows the guy? And he goes, he goes, Bert. If you ever get this fucking knife before me, I'll fucking kill you. There, it is. yeah, there's Microtech. Yeah, there's those are amazing. They're Bob, automatic knives. So, oh, uh, uh, I have a few of those. I fucking love those. I love them. Bobby Kelly. What's up, Bert? I'm doing a podcast with Joel McHale. Hi. Oh, Joel McHale. First of all, your show, Animal Control, my favorite show. Me and my son watch it every week, and the fact that. Michael didn't hook up with what's-her-name is disgusting, and it made me very sad, and I'm sorry about the cat dying. Oh, my gosh. Uh, for <laughs> You uh, way better than Bert, and uh, <laughs> way better. And uh, I, you, I, you're my favorite, and um, you really actually know the show. God bless you. For- I do know the show, and I really want to know where you got those empanadas and were they real empanadas, because those empanadas that you brought were amazing. Oh yeah, they yeah they were real. Uh, I mean, what? Well, there wouldn't be fake. Wait, this is. By the way, hold on. Can I can I have you guys become friends because we have a lot of the same interests? Yes. Um, you look really. Yeah. So the reason we're calling Bobby, what's the knife, the tough knife to get that you go? That's the one I want. I actually got it. It's the Jack Lore. It's a bushcraft knife from Jack Lore who uh, is a knife maker in England, and you have to go. He makes the knife. He puts it up on the website, and the first people to see it and email him get the knife. How did you get the first email in? Okay, well, I never got the email. I got, I got the second email. I, I looked for two years. I was, I was waking up at 4 in the morning because he's in England, so when he puts a knife up, it's earlier. So I had a fan of mine created this app or got this thing that when this certain email when this website refreshes itself it sends him an email and he would get it before anybody click on it and he got me the knife but it doesn't count i love it i love the knife and i love it so much because it's from you know scruffy and it's awesome but i need to get it myself you know what i mean (laughs) can you own two of them I, i will own two of them but i need one Deservingly, I didn't. Des- I didn't get it the way you're supposed to get it. The, well, I feel like you got it, and but 
I, I got it, but I, it's it's not my knife. It was somebody else's knife that they gave it to me. Hey, when are you going to New York next? Uh, I think in a couple of weeks. Oh, go do his, uh, he's got his show, The Bonfire on Sirius XM and his podcast, You Know What, dude, you have to. Because right. Bobby, Bobby is like, Bobby's, you and Bobby are very similar. We're both in it, we're all in the knives. Great. And, and, and by the way, don't talk watches with this guy. Oh, dude, what's up? Look what I got, Bert. Look what, what, is, what I just got, ready? Let me see. Look what I just, look what I just got. Whoa, whoa. What is it? Oh, it's a mega. Moonwatch, baby. Fucking leather that's the- alligator deployment band. What? <laughs> what is a deployment band? Oh, come on, son. I don't even. See. Dude, he, Bobby takes it to the next. Bobby's a nerd at heart. He he loves. He's really into technology too. Like if you, he's the first dude I ever know to have like a not a laptop but a a personal little like a email yeah. tablet. Right. And Hi, buddy. Look that, what? Look what I'm with. Big J. Okerson. Just... Remember I told you about my favorite show, Animal Control? You there's, did. Oh, Joe McHale. He's the star of it right now. <laughs> yes! Yeah, he's in shape. Yeah, he's in shape. <laughs> See? Hey, Christine, how you doing? These people are just hanging around. They're just... They're just... No, they're getting ready to do their show. So Bobby's smoking a scar, Jay's smoking a joint, and Christine's smoking a joint. And then they Jay go do... If... Jay wants to know if you're doing bonfire this week. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Yes. Hey, someone downstairs, write down bonfire. Yes. I'm coming in for bonfire. He's in. He's in. He's in. <laughs> awesome. Listen, buddy. I love you guys. Love, what a I nice man. You, and, and thank you. I love the show. Thank I'm a big fan. Please come. When you come to New York, let's hook up, would you? Yeah. I'll give you my number. Done deal. I'll give Bert. Give. Yes. A hundred percent. Thousand percent. I'd love to. Yeah. I'll right, I'll bring you. Nice so, to meet you, man. Uh, nice to meet you. Jeez. And you're awesome. Glad. Your glass frames are. Uh, Bye, buddy. You're yeah. the best. Take care. Very, awesome. Love you, buddy. All right. See ya. Well, that's nice, a great man. way to fucking close the podcast. That was. Who said we were. This is halfway. Animal control. Animal control. What? Anim- what? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Jimmy Tatro real quick. It's, he's a very talented I man. I taught him so much about like just being in character and getting to. You taught him. I had to. You know, <laughs> if you're going to play young Bert, you got to dumb it down. <laughs> he was. He was, uh, he's a real fun dude to be around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, and he's like, he's one of those guys that he kind of speaks in punchlines. Yeah. He's kind of like, his delivery is, he's always like, um, when I was watching him in the, making, when we were making the movie, I was like, oh, everything he's saying, he means. Like, it's, it becomes, you know, sometimes you can tell if it's not. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, this guy's this guy's a star." And he is. Yeah, and uh and then his uh his girlfriend super great and uh I know her mom. I thought I her his, her his girlfriend Zoe Deutsch. Yes. Her mom, his mom is uh Lena, Leah Thompson. Yes. And her dad is Danny Deutsch. Yeah, the director. I thought it was Donnie Deutsch. The the guy on CN or the he was always, yeah. always hey, on MSNBC. You want to make some money? I'll show you yeah. how to make some money. Oh well, yeah. Build your brand. I was like, I was like, that's so interesting that they fell in love. <laughs> and then she was like, Who do you think my dad is? <laughs> and, then I, and then I realized it wasn't who because I like Googled uh, Lena Leah Thompson one time, and then it said, Dan, and I was like, Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was like, Yeah, what? That's really crazy that he like he really leveled up. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, What? His, oh, her, her husband's Howard Deutsch? Yeah. I thought it was uh, Danny Deutsch. Some kind of wonderful, where they met. 
Oh, is that where? Boy, I hope I have that right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's where they met. Wow. Yeah. His, uh, they, have a, they have a really cool relationship, him and Zoe. Like, they do really fun shit. I can't talk too much about Jimmy because I'm really bad and I tell all his secrets. <laughs> and, and, I, and he told me some fucking bangers. I mean, fucking bangers. And Jimmy, if you're watching this, this is what I do for you, buddy. I don't talk about Jimmy. <laughs> he, we were in a pool one time, and he told me, he goes, can I tell you a secret? And I said, yeah, of course. And he told me the secret. And then I went, oh, no way. And I got on my phone, and I called someone, and I go, you're never going to believe what Jimmy just told me. And Jimmy goes, oh, what are you doing? Like that was a secret. And he goes, yeah. And I go, I'm telling What Kale, pool were you in? A uh, pool in Serbia. We are having rosé. Oh. Yeah. Uh, did, did you shoot it? When did you shoot it? When in, did you in 2021 in Serbia for three months? So the war had well, I guess it hadn't broken out yet. Had not broken out. And, no. Uh, wow. So I guess. Yeah. And Serbia's not that close. I don't think. Well, it's not that far. Yeah, but I, I texted a dude in Uzbekistan, and I was like, "We should get together." I'm in Serbia, and he was like, "My friend, <laughs> there is a sea between us." And I was like, "This is." I was like, "I'm not. I'm from America. You're not next door." You're like close enough. We're... Uber to me, bro. That why Serbia? Uh, I don't know. You know, I didn't ask they... too many questions about this movie. I kind of said, "You guys." The movie that you wrote, and yeah, I was like, "You guys just take it from here." And they were like, "Good news, we're going to Serbia." You want to you want to succeed in Hollywood? Don't ask too many questions. And the rosé is when is it? I'm invited to the. You're uh, to, the premieres uh, the twenty fourth, twenty fifth. No one came to my premiere. You got the day wrong. <laughs> the 25th and uh Oh, and yeah. yeah, I'll be with Joe Rogan that day. <laughs> I hear the neuroscientist. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. Uh I would love to. <laughs> Shoot. We're going to be uh, Joe Rogan gets a pass, but if Tom doesn't come, he's fucking dead to me. Now, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Scott is He won't come. He won't come. He's getting back from Europe. I know that he's I mean, it would be so hard, inconvenient for him to just get on a private jet mm. and fly to L.A. And then go to it and then ride home on a private jet. Yeah, it would be so inconvenient. But I get it. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. Your empire, I know we're ending this thing, but what you've built is so fucking impressive. Oh, I mean, thank you. Every, I mean, it's just really cool. And you've always stayed yourself and you're always so kind to me and i'm just like i don't deserve any of this but just seeing like this ever I, I don't know if your staff's insane but they all seem so nice oh uh, they're just pretty like, level-headed i i'm i'm uh it's well dude really, you're i, I don't I know how this. i know how you did it but i was like it's just to see it like the physical manifestation of like oh you just fucking built this out of i'm just yeah and to think that we were sitting in that theater on Melrose doing these improvising, trying to get a Bud, Bud Light ad, I was just like, look at this. Uh, well, dude, I've been, I, I can say this very candidly. I've been impressed by your career my entire career. You, everything you do is always fucking amazing. And uh, I, w I wish I had, uh, if I had. We both fucking, can't and, take compliments. I can see No, this. And we're, that's why we're not narcissists. This is why we're like. And oh, that brought okay. it full circle. That's. Is how that is why Jimmy Tatro's secret is he is not a narcissist. He has three dicks. He has three dicks. I know. Ooh, that. One yeah. for the road, not one for his chick. Yeah, they're and not one huge. for just fooling they're, around. They're all, they're just three of them. Uh,
he told me about a time he got super he was in a like wearing a costume and he got trashed and arrested oh he, i heard about that <laughs> i don't think that's yeah i think that's a public story yeah i'm bad with his public stories he told me a really fucking good one Oh, really good one that I'll tell you as soon as... Or I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah, it's a secret. I'm not going to tell anyone. Way to go, Jimmy. It I'm is a trying. secret. I, that's the way I work. I go, ooh, wait till I tell you this one. It is a fucking pretty amazing story. And then I said to him, why don't you tell everyone that? And he goes, because it's not... It's, it's fucked up. It's a fucked up story. Like, it's just... Like, those people... I shouldn't say... I shouldn't have told you. And I went, yeah, definitely shouldn't have told yeah. me. I'm actually the worst person to tell. But I'm not saying a word, Jimmy. Your secret's safe with me. Go and ahead. and go ahead, Tiger Woods. Okay, okay, okay. All right, that's it. It's a great he show. It's a great show. It's a great show. It's a great show. It's a great show. He drove uh, him off the road. Uh, your show is on Fox. It is on Fox. Uh, Bobby Kelly's a big fan. I'm gonna go on. I will go on as I'll soon as this writer strikes over. Are we getting a season two? Uh, I. I I really think so. I yeah. I mean, I'm invited to the upfront, which doesn't. I don't even know what's going to happen now. So, Fuck yeah. Uh, but the, it would be very awkward if I got to the upfront next week, which is not probably happening, and being like, so what? What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm pretty confident. Uh, and I and I never get. I never. I can. I barely plan on getting home, so I'm. I'm pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I rarely. Yeah. Ever say that it's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure. Knock on, knock on wood. That's the good wood over there. Um, I love you, brother. Thank you for doing this. So good. I appreciate it. it. So good to see you. You're very kind. God dang. Can I? I just want, uh, you know, ten percent of what you've done. That's what I pull. That's what I want to pull off. Well, so. let's do. Well, maybe me and you can sit down and figure out a podcast about dogs. <laughs> You'll teach me. I'll just bring I can my talk about a new breed every fucking day. <laughs> I'll show you a picture of my dog when uh, one of mine. Oh, Crazy. perfect. Well, let's go downstairs. Leanne's probably dying to fucking say Yeah, let's hi. go. All right. Thank you. Thank you, you thank for you. having me. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.